Dear Diary, It's hard to believe that it's been more than a decade since I started post-secondary education. I feel a rush of nostalgia when I think back on some of my university days. There were a lot of fun times, but also some unpleasant and not-so-great times as well. I'm not going to deny there are things that I wish I could have done differently during my undergrad to enrich my experience and really make the most of it. Looking at it in retrospect, I feel like I shouldn't beat myself up too much for things that I could or couldn't have done. At such a tender age, how could anyone, including myself, hold it against me for feeling indecisive and lost at times? All in all, university has played a pivotal role in my development because those formative years brought me to where I am now, shaped me into who I am today and who I will become in the future. Welcome back to Diary of an Asian Millennial. I'm Lei. I'm Linda. And I'm Lou. So, ladies, it's been 10 years since we started university. Well, 10 for you two, 12 for me. Yeah, Lou and myself, we were actually the same age, so we started university at the same time, and we actually had our very first class together, too. I remember that, Linda, so clearly. Everything in the middle is kind of blurry, but I remember that. Do you remember what the first class was? Of course, Chem 138. Yes. <laughs> Fun times, eh? But it's yeah. been 10 years. Like, where did the time go? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did we do, like, during this time? You mean in the last decade? That's yeah. A lot, that's a lot. Of, that's a loaded question. I'm sure we've accomplished a lot, but it's just hard to, like, s- to start to recount what happened, like, one year after the next. Like, I would say I grew the most in the last five years, but university was, like, the part of my life where I was exposed to a lot of challenges, different kinds of people, different situations, and it was, it was like, that beginner process of becoming, like, who I am today. Mm-hmm. But I would say, like, it didn't really impact my life as much as the last five years. But still, it, it was important. It was necessary. I miss university. I miss those days. What, what do you mean? What do you miss about it? Like going to class and studying. And I mean, not so much like studying hardcore, but like just the act of studying because I didn't have to worry about anything else. No adulting, no responsibilities. All I knew was to go to school, see cute boys, come back, (laughs) come back home and then do the the work. Um, There's just not a lot of other things to have to think about. Yeah, I don't know if I would... That's really interesting you say that because I think I'm like the opposite in that I like, yes, university was great and it was a good experience and yada, yada, yada. But I'd never like I'd rather be working and going into the the job force actually and, and, you know, doing the work during the daytime. But the one thing I didn't like about, you know, school was that you always even though you went to class, you had to take notes, you did your lectures, you'd always come back with more work to do when you're home. Mm -hmm. And at least when you're working full time, for the most part, you're not really working when you're not in the working hour. So you can come home and like not think about work and just do your own thing. But when you're in school, you have like assignments and essays and, you know, exams to study for. And I was like, I I never liked that part of university. Mm, Yeah. 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 I, that was just, those were just the worst. It was a cause of many breakdowns. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
But I mean, like, I miss like the little things, like hopping onto the subway every morning and arriving to class. And, Linda's like, just like her, her reaction. Yeah, <laughs> no, like, I, I didn't like hopping on the subway. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather prefer it if I drove to school or like if I lived on campus and could walk five minutes to class, you know? Um, yeah. No, no, Cindy now is different. Like, sorry, the me now, the Cindy now is different. But I mean, like, mm-hmm. um, I just miss those days just because like, they were, they happened. They were like a part of, a part of my, my life history. It's just kind of nostalgic to think about it, that that time in my life is no longer there. Oh, I was already ready to like make peace with that and close that chapter. (laughs) Yeah. I need therapy. (laughs) We can delve deeper in this episode. Well, yeah, I guess like I'm thinking now, I'm like, I don't think subway was like totally bad. It's just during the rush hour times. That was terrible. It's like sardines, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, but like you're cramped in a subway train, like sardines. And it was just the worst. Like it couldn't just like, sometimes you can't actually breathe. You can even smell the person you're like pushed (laughs) against. And I was like, oh my God. But, but the good thing is that when you're, when you're, you know, up against like a cute guy, that's That's a whole different story. That's a whole different story. The train can go on for as long as it wants. Yeah. Like that, Um, that actually perks me up when I I see a cute guy. I'm like, I don't even need coffee. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna be good for the rest of the day. It sets the tone for the day. Well, you must have been really lucky then when you were on the subway, then Linda, because like, no, no, that was really rare. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it's very far and few in between. But yes, I see what you mean. But like going back to that, do you remember that really cute guy we saw on the first day of chemistry class, Lou? I, I I think I know who you're talking about, but I don't remember what they look like. Oh. I just remember it like very, very clearly when we did go to like chem and like being so prepared with all of our utensils and paper. And I think I had like my laptop, I got my first laptop in first year of university. Oh, and, yeah. And then Preach. walking in with you. <laughs> I was so poor. I didn't have a laptop. <laughs> I think I brought, uh, yeah, Lou did bring a laptop. I brought my slides. Same. Yeah. I think I ended too. up writing my notes anyways, because like like you're not used to typing in like high school you never typed notes yeah. on your laptop we didn't have laptops mm-hmm. oh. and, and and i think especially for for chemistry it was uh it was hard to type like the elements down and like drawing yes. out the the out the um what's that called the scientific time for, table i forgot i forgot is it oh called the goodness. scientific time table? no not the scientific yeah, the time symbols table of, like what they drawing are. the <laughs> the molecules right oh, oh, oh is that what yes, it's called actual, yeah like, yes uh, i feel so dumb now like, <laughs> chemistry was like 10 years ago and i feel so dumb okay but anyway yeah 10 years hard. later i'm 10 years dumber <laughs> But yeah. Oh, do you remember the size of our class? Like, do you remember? Like, if I yeah, could, I feel like I can scan the room. Almost. I actually can too. It's kind of funny you say that because I remember exactly where we sat in the room. Like, you know, like walking when you walk in through the doors. It was kind of like mid back section on the left side, facing the stage. Yes, yeah, right, yes, right. yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, I, th- I think we were too intimidated to sit up front or something because like so many kids came early and they got there were to the front. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I used yes. to wonder why people would want to sit at the front. It's so intimidating. If I were to go back in time, I would sit in the front. Same. Well, I mean, like, in the beginning, I didn't. But um, I also re- – I did try. Like, I tried to do that and sit in the front for some of the classes. But then I also realized it wasn't, like, 
very feasible in terms of like viewpoint because the depending on how big the classroom was you'd be craning your neck up like this and then like for the entire time because it's like the slides are so big and it's just it's not very oh yeah that's true view, so it's like when when you're going to the movie theater right you yeah don't sit exactly in the very front you want that's like right. the back seat or the middle um you want to be eye level with the screen yeah and i think that class was like 300 students i don't know i'm just estimating i don't know but I big. wrote that down, 300, yeah. No I, way. <laughs> I was actually yeah. writing, I was like thinking, hmm, how many? I'm like, about three, 300. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that was the size of our class. But then some classes were huge, like um, like thousands. Con Hall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was actually my first class in university, biology, 150. Oh, yeah. And I just remember feeling really overwhelmed because the size was just enormous. Um, I remember like carrying my Obis form backpack. <laughs> So stylish. So stylish. <laughs> yeah. But so comfy too. Comfortable and stylish. Yes. <laughs> I imagine. And I tried to keep it casual with like what the outfit I wore. It was just like jeans and a t-shirt. Oh yeah. Do you guys remember what you wore? Uh, jeans and a t-shirt too as well. But then also you want to look like, like you don't really care, but then yet you <laughs> want to also look cute. But like I woke yeah. up not really trying you know I'm too uh-huh. smart for this exactly and like even though I had makeup on it had to look like the makeupless makeup look you know yeah <laughs> well you put um, a lot of thought into it I, I don't think I put as much time and thought into it oh did you because I don't even remember <laughs> yeah right that's <laughs> I don't remember what I wore that day really? I just remember the experience and the surrounding around like it was a very new experience right coming out of a high school although our high school is fairly large I feel like it was like a thousand people a fairly large high school for the city like about a thousand people mm-hmm. but then like going into like a classroom of 300 like that was just a huge like whole new experience and like the the teachers don't prepare you for the fact that in high school like they don't prepare you for the fact that like when you're in university like they're not going to hold your hand when they start teaching the lecture material they're just literally going to be like okay here are the slides here's the material i'm just going to throw something at you and hope that it sticks um and i like i just remember taking chem 138 it was like one of my worst marks um i got and it was the worst mark actually i got in university yeah i dropped that course well, if you didn't I, ended, I ended up not completing it anyway. Yeah, yeah for, for me, I think I, I, I left you, Lou. I dropped it. <laughs> you abandoned <laughs> I abandoned you. I am very sorry. Um, I, I actually, so it was, it was terrible. I dropped it. And, but when I took it in the summer, it was um, amazing. It was like the best experience ever. Like probably what the happened? most memorable. Like I had, we had a totally different prof and this guy was like, like amazing. I feel like it really depends on your prof too. And summer Mm -hmm. courses, the class size is a lot smaller. You're able to talk to the prof more and you're able to, um, you know, just communicate with other students together. And, um, and it's easier to like make friends in that class too, because everyone's kind of like dumb, like not dumb, but like, we're all on the same (laughs) level. We couldn't do it during the school year. So now here we are in the summer so Mm -hmm. we can understand for each other actually got a pretty high mark um like <laughs> incomparable to like if I were to just stay just round um, all your test scores up I, I don't know <laughs> the thing was that I went to office hours so many times and this prof like he would just he would like he wouldn't tell me what the questions were but he would hint to me to go like oh you gotta study this part this is that's cheating no 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 not like that science no chemistry is different chemistry is more of like actually understanding it and you have to understand apply this it. and apply it to this oh, okay. right not like oh what's the answer to this right yeah but he gave um, you a lot of hints so hints nice. so that was great yeah yeah i took summer school i think every year of university so that i can actually um so i could finish within i think four years 
um, even though you obviously pay more because you're paying for that extra session every summer. Um, but also because more importantly, like the course load during the regular year was just like too much for me. So that I, if I think it was like five, I would have to take every single semester to be able to finish um, within four years. But I don't think I did that because it was just too much, too much for me. So I just ended mm -hmm. up like doing one last course every year, every semester, and then just doing it in the summertime. And I also found that the summer experience was way more enjoyable, even though like, you know, you're taking up your summer, but it's a smaller class size, a more intimate like setting. And uh, you can actually like, you know, get to know other people in your class. And, and the profs are different. They're more chill. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're more helpful. They're more willing to be there for you, like more office hours, um, just to see them rather than office hours to see like the TA or something during the regular school um, mm -hmm. term. And mm -hmm. it was also just more enjoyable to walk around and explore campus during the summertime. Yeah. Oh, yes. And, oh, and it's also really nice too, because summer school starts in around April, right? Is it April? No, May. May. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, never mind. I, I was just thinking of... Um, because on campus, we had really nice cherry blossoms. Yes, we do. But was that but we couldn't enjoy summer? it because that was during exam time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you can <laughs> as you walk your, on your way to Robarts or leaving from Robarts. But you can't even, like, really think about it because all you're thinking about is, like, or, or like when exam questions. When you just finished it and you walk out and you're like, oh, this feels great. And you're walking under the cherry yeah. blossoms. It feels like a scene out of, like, an anime, the Sakura's. I, Flying I never, down. Never thought of it like really that. Really, okay. I think the best sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually like no better feeling. Well, not like I don't know. Very few comparable feelings to being able to leave an exam room and finishing your exam, and not only finishing your exam, but finishing your last exam for the last semester oh, of yes. your last year. Oh, like when you're done that final exam. Oh my gosh. Like it felt so good, but then some part of me felt really sad too. Like, you know, when things come to an end, it's just, it's just sad. It is. Oh, I was jumping for joy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the people around me thought I was going crazy or something. You were like, rejoice! Yes. I am free. Oh, yeah. I mean, did you guys, you know when, like, Linda was saying, oh, yeah, not clubbing, um, but, like, did you go to clubs or parties when you were in undergrad? Like, I went to one, and it was during first year. Um, it was like a semi-formal. Just one. Just one. In your all years. I promise. All years. It was just one. Okay. Yeah. Is it the Togo one that you were talking about? No, 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 no. That one I, I had to skip out on. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> because I wasn't allowed. <laughs> but um, but this semi-formal, I, I really pushed for it. So my mom was like, yeah, okay, you can go, but only for like two hours. So six to eight. That's it. <laughs> Um, so I went and I, I was expecting like a lot of fun and socializing, uh, meeting new people. I ended up going with four other friends. One girl, she was a really tall, pretty girl. And she was pulling me towards all these groups of guys that were like seniors. They looked like senior musicians, really good looking and really mysterious too. And she would just go up to like each one and just started to strike up a conversation and I just remember feeling so anxious I just thought like can this stop I don't want to do this <laughs> and like she was flirting with them and they would respond like really like in husky tones and stuff and one of them looked over at me because he, he probably felt bad for me like I was being left out and he started to talk to me and I just clammed I couldn't even like find the right words to say. And I just looked over at my friend. I'm like, um, I have to use a washroom. <laughs> it was so embarrassing. Um, well, you were only your, your first year, right? So, yeah. But 
yeah, that's one experience that I can never forget. But from then on, I never went to any other parties or like semi-formals. What about you two? I don't think I've gone to more than like, you know, more than like one or two parties actually in, ta- in the entire my time at undergrad because I'm not really a party person. But I do remember one time we went to Einstein's with Linda and you, like to, with the two of you. <gasps> do you remember that? Oh, yeah. I remember Einstein's. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So we met some I can't remember friends. what the event was. Like with the pur- there was a like a a club event of some sort but I remember you like Linda told me like you were like oh yeah there's something going on and you should come and I was like okay sure I I think it was part of the chem association was it? a party yeah yeah I think so, That's so it, it was a lot of free it was, food it was a there was free time. food that just was a good sell that's what I love with uh, U of T, you know, like, well, just campus in general, like a lot of free events on campus, which had a lot of food and stuff. But then, you know, that's probably where your money is going, your tuition money and stuff too, mm-hmm. for them to host these things. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I went to the majority of them for the free food. Oh. <laughs> there were so yeah. many good events. There was like bubble tea night, um, pizza night, game night, pancake Thursdays. <laughs> it was fun. Met some new people as well. Yeah, I feel like we meet like uh, the majority of my friends, I meet them at like these events. It's easier to strike up a conversation. I wish I had stayed in touch with um, most of them. I didn't though. Boo. Oh, well, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Maybe they were just, they're just busy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not like we, we would be like, okay, let's hang out now after a meeting at this one event. That's true. It's like you, I feel like in order for you to become friends with somebody, it's like you had to see them consistently and on like a more regular basis in order to form that friendship. I feel like if you really want to be their friend, like you'll make time to mm-hmm. hang out with them. Like for me, like some, some of the friends I met through you know these events, I would just like sometimes call them up and be like, oh, do you want to have lunch here after class or whatever? And we would just have lunch here and then yeah. I feel like we can build up our conversation and sorry our um our relationship much better but I guess it would depend on your intention too like if you really had an intention to make friends then oh. yeah like yeah I feel like at that point in my life I didn't really have the intention to make a whole bunch of friends it was more like I just got to focus on school yeah that's actually me like in the first two years of of university I was just like a go to school come home, go to school, come home kind of girl. And it was just, it was actually, it got to a point where I just got really kind of depressed, like really depressed. Like I was not sociable. I just, I had to study. And then sometimes my marks weren't that great. I just got so, I felt so down. And then uh, by the time I got to third, fourth year, I was like, you know what? I'm going to join clubs. I'm enjoying, I'm going to join, um, you know, associations on campus. And it made my experience so much better. And like thinking back, I can remember third, fourth, and fifth year so much better than like first and second year because I did mm-hmm. so much and it stood out and it just made the experience so much better. Did you, what clubs were you in, Cindy? I didn't join any clubs. Actually, yeah, I definitely wish I joined more clubs um, in uni or associations and whatnot because it's definitely a good opportunity to be able to like meet, you know, meet new people like Linda did and Uh, continue those uh, conversations in another context potentially and have like long-lasting genuine relationships Mm -hmm. but I would like to maybe think about bringing up the fact that I've never been clubbing or been to a club yes yes yes, Mm -hmm. like a banger club (laughs) (laughs) even though apparently like a lot of people think that you know when you're in university you're just gonna go clubbing all the time and like Mm -hmm. that's what you get to do but it's it's actually not for this it's not for everyone it's totally opposite for us like i i never even felt like i wanted to even go to a club 
Yeah. And, and also I didn't even feel pressured to just, go. Um, I didn't want to go to clubs because I didn't feel like putting on a slutty outfit because I felt like my slutty outfit would not be good enough for that club. Aww, I would just embarrass that's myself. So, sad. so that's I might really as well sad. just stay home and shut myself in my room and study. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this just breaks my heart. <laughs> oh, it does. It. <laughs> I can't tell if Linda's being sarcastic or not. She's being no, sarcastic. It breaks my heart because I didn't know that's how you felt. I, like, for me, I, I have body issues too, okay? <gasps> body image issues. We're sisters. How did I not know this? <laughs> I don't know. Well, anyway, I, as I mentioned before, I, I just, I never felt the need to go clubbing, even though I feel like it would have been a nice experience just to try. Like now me, now 28-year-old me would be like, okay, maybe I should have went, you know? Mm-hmm. But, you know, just to see what it was like. Mm-hmm. I, like I, I never even went once just to see what it was like. I just kind of felt like, eh, not for me. Too loud, too noisy, too rowdy. And the way that people dance in the clubs are just like really weird. <laughs> Well, I don't know if you can call it. Sure, if you can call it dancing. Sure, yes. Yeah, yeah, if you could call it dancing, right? Like, you know, they're just grinding up against each other. It's like, ew, gross. Like, that's a weird position. Like, pop and lock. Yeah, (laughs) I don't even know. It just didn't feel natural. Like, are these people even, uh, (laughs) do they even feel comfortable with what they're doing? Mm -mm. I'm obviously being ignorant, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely the same. Like I, I, loud noises, tight spaces, and it's like always a. I'm assuming a hot environment. Like it's not like nicely air conditioned or anything steamy. like that. Steamy, yeah, steamy. It's gross. Yeah, that, that never appealed to me. You, so, gas I, no. in there. <laughs> Been to one. I don't think I ever even want. I've never. I've. Never, it's funny because like sometimes when people are like when people find out that I've never been to a club before, I've like been clubbing. They're like almost like shook, like what you had, like completed undergrad and you've never been to a club mm-hmm. are you human yeah <laughs> you live under a rock yeah, there's a lot of people like us that just don't that are just not interested in, in, in going there are lots of people who do and then there's also people who don't so each to their own i don't feel pressure exactly. if you, you know yeah I know. don't want to yeah, go and and it's not like when you're in high school when you actually kind of feel like i think I'm not sure, do we? I don't remember. But in, in high school, like, if I was just dumb and naive. High school thing. I never felt pressured in high school to, like, go to clubs or parties or drink. Like, we were just, we just weren't in that crowd, in yeah. that group um, who went. Like, we were just more in the, I guess, the, the nerdy alternative group. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's I don't know. Um, I was definitely alternative. <laughs> I'm alternative and proud, okay? Means that we're unique. Yeah. All three of us are very unique. That's right. And we're very special. <laughs> very. Thank you, Linda, for pointing that out, yeah. for reassuring me. You can't yes. get a lot of us in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, someone I used to date called me, uh, you're a very um, rare specimen. Specimen? <laughs> called me a specimen. I'm like, what? Dude. I don't think that's much of a, I don't know how to, I mean, I guess it's a compliment, but it's a really weird, like, backhand it is weird. compliment. Yeah. It depend, I, I guess it depends on who's saying it to. Like, mm-hmm. if it's, like, someone gross, then <laughs> it's gross. But yeah. if someone, like, you know, kind well, of Well, I went looking, on a date with him, so I, I, oh, okay. I took it as a compliment. Is there anything you guys would do differently from uni? I would buy myself a laptop. Bring to class. Like first Are you year? telling me you never bought you you never had into laptop for the entire for like your your entire undergrad? I had a laptop by second year, but uh-huh. I kept it at home. I never brought it with me to school to take notes. Oh, I always did handwritten notes. That's okay. It's, you're, it's you're fine. Old, old 
old-fashioned. I'm old-fashioned like that, but now, like, I'm thinking, but now I I use my laptop, like, all the time and everywhere, so I just feel like it's more efficient and, like, you have access to things more quicker, like, if you need to on the spot during class, Mm -hmm. so yeah, that'd be one thing that I I wish I had um, invested in. Mm like bringing the laptop to class. It was just because like the laptop I had was like a really crappy HP one and it was really heavy and I just didn't want to have to carry it every single oh, yeah, day. Yeah, this is like 20 to class. This was like 2014. <laughs> well, basically uh, a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. You know, 10 years ago, do the math. No, but like what's really good for kids these days, which which I wish I had back in the day are like tablets, you know, but but like the the good ones where you can zoom in and then write on it and like, you know, do a bunch of stuff. Like that would be so good for chemistry, right, Lou? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. With the uh, the writing, uh, sorry, drawing capabilities. Yes. Yeah. Like by the time I got to, like I, I finished it in five years. So when I got to fifth year, all these first years I saw, they had this, like I, I took some first year courses, um, just for, you know, they were electives and they had these. And I'm like, oh, I wish I had that actually. Like, I don't need it now, but I, I mean, I, that would have been so good like four years ago when I had first year chem. But yeah, but, but also something that I noticed is that I used to have really nice writing. That's why I actually enjoyed writing in class. Um, but now. No, you still have really nice writing now. No, no, I do not. <laughs> I do not. Like, I have to actually try so hard to write well, like write it pretty and like write in a way you can actually read it. That's legible. You should have been a doctor. It's literally chicken <laughs> scratch. Now, I'm not even kidding. Sorry, um, lay here. She's like, what the, like, I can't even read what you're writing, Linda. <laughs> I don't know what happened in these 10 years. I think over time, I just, I'm just so reliant lazy. on my laptop. Oh, you're just, so reliant on a laptop. And I just don't write yes. anymore. Yeah. And when I have to write, I'm just like, I don't really want to write. But then I'll just do it really, really fast and then it just looks like a scribble. I'm actually really proud of my handwriting. And I, I attribute it to I the fact that I didn't have a laptop. I don't <laughs> know how to keep up with that though. You're so your writing is so neat. Yeah. It, so neat. It's from university. It's one of the but skills still, I picked but- up. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's gone out the window. Yeah. I also was the same in, in the way that Lay was with just like even though I had the laptop accessible, I brought it. I still ended up doing like, you know, handwritten notes because that's just were old fashioned like that. Um, but then near the end of like end of fourth, like fourth year, around fourth year, end of third year, I was like, OK, I like my like my hand is literally dying. It's too many <laughs> notes to take. Yeah. And I'm I like, I'm going to be missing out on certain things if I because I can't catch up in time. Or I'd look back and be like, what does this say? Because I was trying to write so fast that I didn't like just catch all the notes. I don't even remember what I wrote because it was just illegible. Then I ended up converting over to like try to take notes um, using the, the laptop. But yes, it's... Um, or, or like now I hear that there's this, uh, I think it's like an app or something where they'll like, they'll listen to the recording and, oh, they'll and transcribe it. transcribe it out for you. How amazing would that have been, oh, you know, gosh. when you brought it to class, to lectures? Damn it. Don't even sit there and listen. Yeah. Just, like, just record that, have it transcribed, oh. go home and listen to it as like an ebook. Oh, you know? Oh, jeez. Yeah. I thought that I would like do that, but I feel like if I did do that, I wouldn't actually end up listening to it when I go home. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be interesting enough, right? Yeah. I mean, it's good to have the comfort of having that. Cause you know, you have it just in case you like need to pick up on anything and like go uh-huh. back on and like listen. But I think like 9.9 times out of 10, if I had something like a, uh, if, even if like, you know, if I had the opportunity, I don't think I'd actually go back and listen to it and scroll back because it's just so much work. 
Yeah. <laughs> but it's it really cool though that they uh, have that in place now. I feel like for me, yeah, it would have solved my my laptop issues. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you have any tips on how to get through uni and college? I think that you shouldn't be afraid to approach your classmates and profs. I know it can be very intimidating and start like, you know, going to a, a ginormous class classroom full of people that you don't know. It's hard. You don't know who to, who to talk to, but you know, who to trust. Yeah. But then I think it's, it's just nice to just maybe turn left or turn right and just kind of introduce yourself, talk to people. Maybe if you're scared, you can just go like, Oh, like, Oh, can you help me with this question? Or like, can you explain this to me? Cause I don't understand it. Or like, and then if it builds on, you can be like, you know, maybe we can meet up after class. We can study together. Hashtag be like Jeff. Who's that? Jeff? Jeff is like the first guy that introduced himself to me. Like, I really <laughs> want to know who Jeff is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Jeff was one of my first friends in university. He sat next to me in math class and he immediately turned over to me like this. And he would just be like, oh, hi, my name is Jeff, taking out his hand to, sh- to shake mine. And I just thought, oh, like this guy's so weird. Like, I don't want to <laughs> talk to him. Um, and this is why people are afraid to. Yeah, but he was really like sociable and he asked for my number after class. I gave it to him. The next day he saved me the same seat next to his. And then, yeah, we just hit it off. Like after that, we became like really good friends. But it turned out he liked me, like, like, like me. That's why he yes, was really obviously. That's like why, I was going to say. Yeah. He was, like, pursuing you to the max. Yeah. Saving you that seat. Being Asking super nice number after one class. God, what a creep. If I, I was there, I'd be like, this guy's a creep. But He's I'd be like, popular, okay. though. Like, afterwards. Like, when I found out he was, like, on to me, I tried to shake him off and – I avoided him during class time. Um, even after class time, I would avoid him. And then, yeah, eventually, like, our friendship just faded. So I'm guessing that the feeling was not mutual towards Jeff. No. Poor Jeff. But now that I think about it, like, Cindy, now, like, my taste in men have changed. I'm like, oh, Jeff is pretty cute. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty cute. I don't know what I was thinking. Are you going to – oh, wait, no, you can't. No. You can't, Sydney. <laughs> no, because I have a boyfriend now. Exactly. But did, did you have any experiences with creepy – not creepy, but, like, just um, just guys on campus who tried to, like, advance on you? Yeah. You know what? It's interesting because, like, obviously our younger selves are a little bit more naive than we are now mm-hmm. as we're older and wiser, right? Um but you start to like realize that because you are of the female species that for the most part, if uh, and I don't want it to sound like super like ego inflating or anything like that, but I, I would like to think that, uh, let me take it a dial back. My naive self in my early 20s would just think that any man who, man, I say man, like a guy, um, <laughs> they're just like boys are growing, like in like, yeah, early yeah. 20s, um, yeah. who tries to, you know, you know, have a conversation, strike up a conversation and talk to you. And they're really nice, obviously, for the most part and respectful. You just kind of like, oh, well, wow. like, you know, you think this is a nice person who's just talking to me and this happens mm-hmm. to just be a boy. And sure, I'll have a conversation because I'm trying to be nice and they're nice too. So why not? But then after a few more conversations, you realize as much as you're in denial that you don't think that they're hitting on you, they're probably going to be hitting on you because, Mm -hmm. but hey, let them shoot their shot. But Mm -hmm. you start to realize that if that's the case, then uh, you're like, okay. I mean, you'll know if you, the feeling is mutual and you think that the other person is attractive and not or not. But any of these encounters that I've had, it was never usually that way. (laughs) 
it was like a okay yeah have a good day see you never again it's interesting just, yeah <clears throat> i actually what is it shoot my shot shot my shoot <laughs> <laughs> yes i actually shoot my shot <laughs> I actually shot. What is it? Shoot my shot. I actually shoot my shot once, um, and only once. I was with a group of my friends. I think uh, my sister was there too. So Lay was there too with me. Do you remember the concert? This is so random. I don't know. <laughs> so we went to the school concert. Give me more details. We went to the school concert. Is it lights and, concert? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So we went to the. It was oh, lights. I remember. Lights was performing. She's amazing. I can't believe we even got her to be one of the singers uh, to have her concert on campus. The guy who was, he's also a student too, and he was the one scanning your ticket. And I was like, holy moly, this guy is so like, like actually hot. Um, and I was telling my friends, they're like, oh my god, no, yeah, there's, he's so cute. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna go up to him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what got into me um, that night, but I'm like, I'm just going to ask him, you know, a question. A question. And I was like, hey, um, are you a student here? And then, and then he just asked for my number. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's that easy. <laughs> um, and then, yeah. And then from there, we kind of just uh, continued the conversation. We, we started kind of seeing each other. And then, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that for girls, it's a lot easier to like, get a number from a guy versus the other way around. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I just never asked for a guy's number for some reason. I should have. I've never done that should have asked for their number. Yeah. Takes a lot of courage. It's a, a lot of courage. courage. Well, just, uh, I mean, we're, we're, we're not telling um, everyone to, like, you know, ask for people's numbers. <laughs> no, that's not what we're trying to say. We're not, we're, we were really digressing from there, but we were yeah. just trying to say that you should just make friends. You know, email address is good. Uh, I mean, phone numbers now is good. Texting, you know, these days. But, like, no if you really, really love email. somebody, like, if you really do from afar, like, just go for it. But don't be creepy about it. Yeah. Now we're just sounding like some relationship couple, <laughs> you experts. know, experts. But we're really not. Yeah, but back to um, what we were initially starting the conversation about in terms of tips for, like, people who are going in, students who are going into post-secondary. Like, I think one thing for students who are going into post-secondary to keep in mind is if you're, if you can find a program with like an internship or co-op opportunities, I would highly, highly, 1000% recommend it. Uh, I wish I did that too. Like went into a program with a co-op or with an internship because that really gives you a chance to kind of, you know, explore real life opportunities within your program, within your field and like work, you know, with folks who are in the professional industry, whatever that might be and gain that experience. And then you'll learn whether you like it or not by doing those co-op opportunities. Um, And if you do, and then, you know, they take you on. Right. So Mm -hmm. definitely like I highly, highly recommend finding a program that has an internship or co-op. Gosh, I, I wish I knew these. Like, I wish someone from, you know, 10 years ago told me this. Yeah, same. Like, I really wish myself, like, I can time travel ten back 10 years and just give myself all these tips, all these tips and tricks, because I definitely was not, I, I was very, definitely very lost. lost. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of just followed whatever everyone else was doing, but it's 
following whatever everyone else was doing, right? And they were also equally as lost yes. as I was. Because like, how do how does yeah. somebody expect an 18-year-old to know what they're passionate about mm-hmm. or what they're going to be when they're 30? Like, what like, did you want to be when you first entered university or college? It's interesting you say that because, so the program that I initially took was, you know, life sciences, but then I ended up majoring in psych and sociology, like do the double major, um, because I was just interested in those particular subjects. But before even going into university, I had this notion that I was going to be a therapist because like I was apparently really good at listening and everyone told me all their problems. Right. Right. Yeah. Same with Cindy. Same. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Well, that's I wanted you guys to be a therapist very, like, yeah, um, at one point in my life. Yeah. And then I realized that, you, you know, there is a lot more uh, education and time that you have to commit into doing your master's and PhD until finally opening your own like practice that I was just like, yeah, this is not for me. Yeah. And and like I feel like when when we were younger, like first entering university, like the amount of time years where it's like it doesn't seem like anything, right? But then as we're older and we're like, oh, another four or like six years just to finish, yeah. I don't know if I want to actually finish. Like if I want to go through this and be like thirty five and still be in school, you know, just so I can have the specialist degree, right? Even though it sounds amazing, but do we really want to do it? But I think that that's also the reason why you think like that is because of society's pressures. Mm -hmm. That one pressure that, you know, women are supposed to be at certain stages at specific ages when when you don't really have to, right? Yeah, I feel like I'm, I'm really... Like my mindset, I feel like I'm still kind of stuck in that. Mm-hmm. Um, that the other mindset of like, you know, I wanted to by 30, I want to already have a family, have kids, settle down, have a full time job, just something stable. But now you, you know you realize that, yeah. or at least yeah, I realize that we're not all like we're different, and that you can actually accomplish even more schooling after 30. Like it's okay. So I have another tip for students who are going after just graduating high school, uh, and that is don't rush into going into post-secondary if you're not sure. That's it. Mm-hmm. Like like Linda was just saying, right? Like you're not entirely sure you're, how you're supposed to know what you want to do for when you're 18 years old. Like, And if you're not sure, it's okay. I, I would highly recommend taking a break or taking a gap year, do a little exploration. Mm-hmm. I, I think I wish I could have done that. Yeah, or work exactly as part of that. Exactly. So. Mm-hmm. So that way you don't have to like commit yourself and jump into something that's potentially like a four-year or, you know, four-year um, uh, degree oh, yeah. yeah, that you might not actually enjoy doing or take, mu- take much out of it. So just take it and, and also costly too. Right. It's expensive. Not everyone can afford going to college or university. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, uh, here, going to college, like now that I think about it, college is def- definitely very affordable and it does get you to – a job much quicker than going to university. It's so expensive. You got to spend so much of your years. And sometimes, most times, a lot of people don't actually even graduate. Um, I'm sorry, they, they do graduate, but they don't go into a job immediately. It's just you have a degree that you can't even use unless you go into more education. Like I graduated in equity studies and right after graduation, I wasn't able to find a job. Yeah, Yeah. it really depends on the field and what like how specific that particular program that you're like the skills, the skills that are specific to that particular program. The more narrow and specific it is, the more likely that you'll be able to find a job, quote unquote. But more importantly, like if you don't enjoy what you're learning and 
like yeah it, it, yeah you won't be it's gonna be hard to find a job too like mm-hmm. let alone like um, make sure you're passionate about your field of study like if you don't feel passion for it then chances are you will not enjoy the job once you're out there in the workforce yeah yeah i mean like it's okay you don't have to like figure out everything you want to do like in terms of what you want to do career-wise like it's really hard to find out what it is like I mean you know you're only you're only so young you've only done so much exploration and worked in so many different areas at once but it's all about really getting to yourself and being able to like serve if you're able to like help other people in the process providing value for a particular group of people or many groups of people I'm sure you'll find a way to make money yeah Yeah. I agree to be of service yes contribute to the society and yes or you can just be famous um like uh, the the young Gen Zs on uh, TikTok oh, these days so who are yeah. <laughs> making millions and millions of dollars making videos. They were born in the right decade where social media is dominating, dominating, and you can just literally become a millionaire <laughs> on just at eighteen years old, being funny, doing pranks on your parents. Um, doing everything at home, you know, like just post these videos and that's, that's it. People mm-hmm. like entertainment. They kid and, and other kids and people like watching. Yeah. So uh, there are many other like different options out there. Mm-hmm. You don't have to stick to the traditional university route. Mm-hmm. Although, yeah, it's kind of hard to say because who knows, like given that like uh, so many people have undergrads, like it'll just seem like it has to be like a bare minimum now to you know have an undergrad to be able to apply for certain jobs because so many people already have undergrads so that's tricky let's see how it goes definitely no we're no experts on like you know career trajectories and i'm not a guided counselor of any sort we're just trying to figure it out on our own here do you think that sometime along along the road you'll be doing something else or you'll still be doing what you're doing now like if you feel stable where you are right now that's a possibility. Um, I could see myself doing something else. Um, I, well, here's the thing. I've always wanted to be a writer. And so I picture myself just being a full-time author at some point in my life. Do it. Um, huh? Do yeah. it. Do it. Yeah. Like she's been <laughs> dreaming about this for like for as long as I've known her. Publish that book, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if I like abandon my current career and just do something else. Be the next JK Rowling. <laughs> I was literally going to say you could be the next JK Rowling. Right? Yeah. <laughs> That's you never know where life can take you. I mean, it, it really depends on you to really take action and do it because if you don't do it, you'll never know. Yeah. And I, if, yeah. I look at this time in my life and, and the previous years in my life as like practice mm. for the coming years because mm-hmm. I feel like I need more experience, more exposure, more practice. And I, I see that like even this doing this podcast with you ladies, I see this as preparation for something bigger like you're just you're just climbing up there right yeah now. and I think that everybody should look at their lives like that whatever you're experiencing now your past present whatever it may be it's really preparation for uh what's even better what's coming so that's that's good yeah I I really want to think of it that like way. everything happens for a reason mm-hmm. is what I'm trying to say whoa whoa, whoa. Hey, that car do you hear down. that yeah. do you hear that Lou <laughs> I did yeah I did like, yeah, they're like letting it. out a rip. <laughs> <laughs> Very loud. Okay. 
yeah we'll see how it goes and we'll keep each other updated and all yeah i support you guys and what you do and cindy you definitely have like a unique like you know the writing capabilities to be able to become an author if you really wanted to yeah i'm really good writing Well, that's it for this entry. It's time to lock up the diary. Remember, don't follow the herd and follow your dreams. Until next time, XOXO, damn podcast. (laughs) 